when somebody actually asks me that question, I'm always like, I want to just tell people like, no matter where you're at in your life, just know that you're worth the work. You're worth all the pain that, you know, like any of the uncomfortability, you're worth every single bit of it. And any ounce of effort you put into yourself is going to be brought back to you in a way that's beyond your wildest dreams. And I honestly can promise you that because I I speak from experience. So you're worth the work, no matter what we're talking about, whatever you need work on, like you're worth it. Just go for it. What's up, my soul sister? Welcome to the happy, purposeful and free podcast where we are all about going after our dreams, living aligned with our soul's purpose and playing all out. I'm your guide, Katrina Lully, life and biz mentor, entrepreneur, mom of four, wife and big kid at heart. This is where you will get the realest of the real from me and our special guests about living a life with passion, alignment and what's true for you. We don't do the small talk around here. We are all about being who we are, sharing the tools, tips, all the behind the scenes and inspiring stories that empower you to boldly pursue your life. I will share all the goods on life, business, and relationships so that you can start living your happy, purposeful, and free. Let's do this thing together. Soul Sister, so excited to have you back. So excited for our guest today. Uh, you are going to love her. Her energy is just, it draws you in. And before I even knew her, I met her in a mastermind, which is where I meet a lot of these amazing people. But before I even knew her, I'm like, okay, this chick is awesome. Like she's really freaking awesome. But let me tell you who she is. First of all, before we get started into conversation, Melissa is a single mom of three living in Chandler, Arizona an entrepreneur for the past 11 years. She has found her passion in telling her story, knowing there are so many others experiencing the same successes and struggles. She believes there's power in solidarity. Solid, I cannot say that word. <laughs> it's all good. We're not perfect here. And nobody nope. should ever feel alone in their challenges, like saying the word solidarity. <laughs> she is a multi-passionate entrepreneur as a Pinterest expert, podcast host, and former brick and mortar, mortar business owner. Melissa, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your light with everybody. Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation. <laughs> me too. Like I said, we met in a mastermind and uh, we meet, sometimes we meet the best people there. Sometimes we don't, but we meet some of the best people there. And you're just one of those people who um, stood out to me, maybe oh, because okay. you, you know, you're unapologetic for who you are and you show up in such a big and beautiful way. Tell everybody a little bit more about yourself, who you are, you know, more about what you do and all of the things. Sure. Um, That's like always the hardest question for me to answer, right? Like I, like, what about me? Right. Like, so I, yes, I am a single mom. I have three kids. Um, I've been single for officially about almost three years. And I think that in itself has been the biggest part of my journey, almost the most defining moment of my life, you know? I think we all have something that kind of breaks us, you know, ultimately something that is just something we never thought we'd have to go through. We didn't know we'd ever be able to get through. And for me, it's been my divorce um, from a really toxic relationship and just 
moving to Arizona, being my own person and figuring out what I want to be, who the kind of person that I want to be in a way that I, that's never been available to me for my entire life. Like for the first time I'm fully in charge, you know, and, and I think a lot of people take that for granted. And I didn't know that, um, I don't know, there's, there's such a growing, uh, so much growth happening in my life right now. And, um, for me, experiencing everything that I've experienced and all the growth I've noticed there. I know there are a lot of other people that can relate to my story in one way or another. And, um, what I've had fun with and what's been so healing for me is being able to share that with other people. And because I know for me, when I started all of this, I was a complete disaster. And if I would have seen someone that had just said like, I feel that way too. I'm dealing with that too, but I, I'm still getting out of bed. Like I'm still going, I'm still pursuing my dreams and you can too. That's what I remember. And that's, that's a really big driving force for me and everything that I'm doing right now. That's one of the things I think I I'm, and I don't know you really well. I know you from conversations that we've had, but the way that you show up, the way that you share your story and you're so vulnerable and open about it, like, and people normally would be like, oh, there's no way I could do that. <laughs> and I love that you do that because like you said, if somebody would have said, Hey, I've been there too, mm-hmm. that just releases so much of that stress and that hardness for us. Right. It's almost like permission. Like for me, when I see someone else sharing their story or feeling in a way that I'm like, Oh, are we supposed to talk about that? It's like permission for you to a feel that way, but also talk about it too. It's so healing to talk about things. Like for me, like my primary platform really is Instagram stories is on, on the most basic level. And like doing that has been like free therapy. You know what I mean? Like I haven't, all I get is positive feedback and nothing. I, you know, it's not always about the feedback, but I, in that way, I know it's just really a huge service to others because really that's what people need. Vulnerability, tra- transparency, authenticity. And my feeling is you can never go wrong when you bring those to the table. No, I don't think so either. And no matter what it looks like, it's just, I know for me, like I'm a verbal processor too. So Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling stressed and over, like I feel the tightness in my body and I want to literally punch something. Like (laughs) when I start to talk about it, that's when like, I finally get the relief. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, there's something interesting. They said verbal processor. Like I've never heard that term before, but that's exactly what it is. Right. It's like, there's something about just talking through what you're feeling that just, you know, I'll, I'll post a 15 second story. Cause literally I don't go to therapy. Definitely <laughs> want to like say you should, we should all be in therapy. I'm just not. And so for me, that 15 seconds that it takes to talk about this thing that I'm experiencing and sometimes cry and sometimes laugh like a psycho and, you know, like all the gamut of emotions, there is something so freeing. And it's like, you, for me, it's like, I'm just going to let it go. Now I put it out there and it's done. I don't have to deal with it you know, in the same way that I was. Yeah. I'm curious. Have you always been this open and vulnerable? Um, I think I've always gone. No, no, I haven't been. And I think part of it is because I didn't think I had anything to be open and vulnerable about, you know, I thought if, if for a lot of your people don't know me, like I was married for 15 years to my high school sweetheart. Like I thought we were all these things. We were a power couple. We owned our brick and mortar business together. We had three kids, you know, the big house, you know, we were by all accounts, like goals for so many people. And I thought I was just living this dream. And I got to a point where, um, I started realizing things about this person I was married to this relationship. I thought I was in that I clearly wasn't. 
um, and how I was just lying to myself about a lot of things, ignoring red flags. And I got to a point where it was like, oh my gosh, like wake up call, dude. Like, and at that point, it was like, you have to take back the curtain for people because perfection isn't real. And so that's when I made a decision to be open because no matter what, whoever we're looking at, perception is not reality. Like in nine times out of 10, right? There's always some shady shit happening. Can I say shit on your podcast? Yes, you can. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's always something wonky, at least, you know, going on. And like, I, what I appreciate about kind of this movement that's happening on social media is like, People don't want that fakeness anymore, but it's still so prevalent. There's so many people you're like, oh my gosh, like my life's a shit show compared to her. I wish I could get it together. And I was that person that people were like, oh man, I wish I had Melissa's life. And so it was kind of my mission, like, oh, let me tell you about the real life for, for me. So maybe you can peel, pull back that curtain for me. You can look at other people a little more like critically, so to speak, and just realize that we're all living the same life with very similar challenges, whatever those show up as. And yeah, so that was really important to me. So no, I I didn't always speak openly. If I'd known I had something to be speak openly about, I for sure would have, but going back to that really traumatic thing that has happened in my life and like the dissolution of my marriage. And like, I didn't know who I was anymore. And I just, I knew that so many people could learn from that. And part of it, I, I want to give credit to like, learning about business and, and being with these people and like, and just knowing what the human psychology is and what people are really receptive to. So that's a long way to answer your question, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the journey that I've been on with all of that. No, it's all good. There are two things that really stood out to me there. One is I have a question is, did the people around you notice and did they speak up about what was going on? Um, there were like some quirks. Like I'm, I, I struggled to, like if, if I wasn't in the middle of a custody battle and I didn't know how things like, I would be completely open about the kind of person I was married to, but I don't, I, I want to like be a little bit more closed mouth about like the kind of person I was married to, but yeah, like, absolutely. Understanding. Yep. Um, they did like, they, towards the end, they started like being like, um, why is this happening? Like, why is he, ta- why are these things being said? Why are you being controlled in this way. And like, I just thought that was weird when he said that to me or I, so people did ultimately, but it took a really long time. And the kind of person I was married to is like, um, like Ned Flanders, you know? (laughs) So it's not like, it's really hard. Like everyone's like, why did you leave him? He's so perfect. Like you must be a psycho. Right. And so that was another thing where if you look, it's hard to tell your story. You want to, you, gosh, what am I trying to say? Like, I wanted to tell my story about a person that looked so perfect that really wasn't, that was important to me too, because there's so many facets to what I've experienced over the years. Um, but just, I think at the end of the day, my, my mission really is to get people to really think hard and not first impressions aren't always what they seem. And, um, so yeah. Yeah. No, I think, thank you for sharing that. And I totally respect that. Like, I know that you're going through all of that. So we don't yeah. go any deeper than that. I would totally blab and be like, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good. We get an idea and that's yeah. all you need, right? Because that's yeah. all we really need. But even with you saying that, like tying it back to what you also said about, you know, people want the realness on social media now. Mm-hmm. And I, and I am seeing that more and more. And I, I, like I call these people, the, the flashy entrepreneurs or the flashy coaches or super Sally and rad Brad, who <laughs> we don't really know what's going on behind the closed curtains because right. there's coaches out there saying, you know, I have all these sales. I have all these clients. I have all these things. And 
they, they don't, they don't, it's not real. They're feeding you full of crap. Anybody who knows the journey of an entrepreneur, like real entrepreneurs know, like one day you're up high and then you spend a lot more days, probably low. And you, there's like this roller coaster of emotions. And it's those people that aren't showing you the lows. If they want to show you the highs, I don't trust anybody who doesn't show me the lows as well, because you've got to show me the whole picture of what you're doing. If you want, like, if you want me to be in your world, because otherwise it's just BS. You're just blowing smoke up my booty. So that's, and that's how I approach my life. So it's worked well so far. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. And you are definitely one of those, like those people who are, who out there showing both sides of it. You're showing the whole story. So you are a person that is showing you're trustworthy and that you're, you're a person that I could do business with. Right. And Mm -hmm. I just, I have very little capacity for those who are not really I don't need to know all your daddy issues at right. least on the first date but um, <laughs> we could ease into that you know, later right like, ease yeah. into that later but yeah <laughs> at least you know be be the real real part of it so I am curious I'm going to shift it a little bit I'm curious what did Melissa want to do when she was a little girl who did she want to be when she grew up um oh my gosh okay so I grew up really poor we grew up I mean like we were not in poverty but like that it was, we lived in trailers. And, um, for me, I watched my parents wake up at four o'clock in the morning and go work these like manufacturing, like blue collar jobs. And they were gone all the time. So for me, it was just really important to do anything that made money, like a hundred thousand dollars. I was like, uh, maybe I can make like, and wear a soup to work. Okay. So I like to argue, I'm gonna be a lawyer. That's what Melissa wanted to do. <laughs> Melissa wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> But then the reality set in for Melissa, I still actually look back and be like, yeah, I probably would have excelled in that. But um, the self-sabotaging or like, I'm not worthy, the worthiness issues I had stepped in and it was like, well, I don't know, that's a lot of work and I don't think I could, you know, a lot of self-doubt. So, but that was ultimately what I wanted to be. I just thought that would be the most fun. It's just so respect. I wanted respect. Whatever Mm. I did, I needed to have respect. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Lawyer was one of them. I went between teacher and lawyer oftentimes, Uh but I also had my own business. Uh And so I I always like to ask that question because it's always interesting to see like what you did when you were, what you wanted to be when you grew up compared Mm -hmm. to what you're doing now. Totally. Yeah. What are you doing now? Yeah. So what am I doing now? Um, So I just sold... So it's so funny. I just, they're the first person to ask me this question, right? Like you mentioned in my intro, I owned a brick and mortar business. And to me, that's the most quote unquote legitimate thing I've ever done in terms of being an entrepreneur. I did that for 11 years. I owned a self-serve frozen yogurt. Um, my ex-husband and I, we just finished a buyout like three weeks ago. So I don't, um, I'm like, that's a really hard question for me. So I've had other things that I'm starting. And so that's a heart. If I'm being, my ego gets in the way of answering that question, all that to say. So I'm no longer a brick and mortar owner. I am a Pinterest expert. I help businesses boost their audience and their marketing and their reach on Pinterest. I teach them the strategies that work. I also have a podcast. It's called the boss up single mom. Um, that's like a really, really fun thing for me. It's been so fulfilling to connect with other moms. You were on it. Yeah. And, um, Also, I just finished my first retreat. I just came back yesterday from my first women's retreat and that started to take shape. And so I'm working on a lot of like things right now. We're just really trying to figure out who Melissa is again and what makes her happy in a way that pays the bills. (laughs) So it's been been quite the journey so far. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, beautiful. I needed to just pop in here really quick to let you know about a special space that is available just for you. 
I have opened up my one-on-one coaching spots. And one of those spots, I think, just might have your name on it. If you're anything like my clients, you've had a deep knowing that there is more for you, but you're unsure of how to tap into it. Maybe you want to make yourself a priority, but guilt overcomes you. Some of you, you've created a pretty good life for yourself, but you're not sure that you actually deserve it all. That's that imposter syndrome. Maybe you're ready to up-level your life even more and you're tired of investing in programs that don't seem to work. You know that fear is holding you back and cannot seem to get past it. You're also ready to meet your highest self. This is where working on one-on-one with me in this coaching space provides a clear, precise container where you get hands-on action, hands-on in discovering what is actually truly holding you back, uncovering that through my four-step transformation process. We're going to get clear on your vision and align your purpose in business, life, relationships. We'll nurture and heal your relationship with yourself. We're going to help you rediscover and step into your highest self. Like I said, we'll uncover and remove what is holding you back. And we're going to build this new foundation of both clarity and confidence in all areas of your life. This and so much more is available to you in the one-on-one coaching container. If you're feeling called, if you're feeling pulled to find out what does this actually look like for you, go to the link in my show notes to book a discovery call with me or just shoot me an email over at katrina at katrinalully.co. And I'd be happy to jump on a one-on-one call to make sure we're both a good fit for one another. What is it? What is the big vision for you? Um, impact. For me, it's impact. And so that's why I'm really drawn to the podcast and retreats right now. Um, I love Pinterest because it just, it's so helpful for so many business owners. That also helps them make an impact by spreading their message. But Impact for me is everything. Um, I feel like if I'm being totally honest, like I'm here to do big things. I haven't figured out the how behind any of it, but I know that if I can harness my gifts and first of all, figure out all those gifts or that what I need to be effective on this planet, I can change a lot of lives. I know that people are, you know, gravitate towards me. I know that I have a magnetic energy and not everyone is comfortable with hearing another person say that about themselves, but I finally have come to terms with that. And, um, so I'm feeling a little bit of pressure to like, you know, I'm 30, almost 39, like, come on, man, let's go. Like I have people to serve. And so my big vision is, is making a giant impact on a lot of women, a lot of women who would say, I don't know where I would be without you showing me what you showed me. And so that's what I'm really searching for right now. Mm, uh, okay. I, I have tears swelling up, like hearing oh. you, I can feel the energy from you and the importance of what that means for you when you say that and when you share that. So Mm -hmm. I I think that if you do, you just keep showing up and listening. Like, I don't know about you, but this is the hardest part for me is like listening to what my people want because I know what they need. Mm -hmm. So I know what I want to give them. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) It's a a mind bend when you're coming into like, okay, all of the things. But I think, you know, showing up and figuring that out, like if you keep doing what you're doing, which mm-hmm. I hate when people tell me that. I don't know about you, yeah. but if you keep know, doing yeah, what you're totally. doing, <laughs> like it's gonna, it's gonna manifest itself. Yeah. Like totally yes. manifest itself. And totally. I, I think you're onto something with the retreats mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing them pop up everywhere. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a retreat. Like I see them just popping up everywhere. Yeah, and you can't have too many retreats. Like you, 
your people will show up all the time. Like we, each of us, excuse me, are bringing in a a different kind of person, similar person, but a different kind of person. So we're able to serve, you know, if, if all these retreats start popping up, like every single person will be able to locate someone to serve them in a way that they need to be served. And, um, they're just so beautiful. Like just experiencing mine, like just the transformation, me being a first timer, not really knowing exactly what to expect and bringing all these amazing women in who are just looking for growth. And I think as a retreat attendant, being ready to up, like looking to up level your life, up level, your starts with your circle. And that's where you're really going to find the biggest payoff, so to speak in these retreats. It's like having this new circle of women where you are going to find a transformative experience. You just are. I mean, if you're, I would say like anyone who dares to throw a retreat is looking to provide that for you. And so, because, you know, all these factors come together, you're going to find it. And I don't know that retreats are just, (sighs) I'm so excited about because COVID's like, I mean, hopefully, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the future, but we've all been so affected by being trapped and lacking that human and communication connection community that we also desperately need. So retreats are really exciting. Yeah. A thousand, a thousand percent. And I, I, I know people are craving that more than anything. And Mm -hmm. the more that we can, we can provide that space for them. It's just Mm -hmm. incredible. That's really all. That's what people need. They just need space. And um, yeah, so it's beautiful thing. Yeah. I love that so much. Dive a little bit into Pinterest for me, because I've heard you talk about it. I know a little bit about it, about it, but I feel like it's almost the secret like this little secret key to really like getting your exposure out there. Yeah. I think Pinterest is like the hidden, like the redheaded stepchild. I don't know if we can still say that if it's like really politically correct, (laughs) but you know, like it's, it's because it's misunderstood. And so people are like, okay, well, I'm already on Facebook, obviously like Instagram. I used a ton to market my business. Pinterest is just another social media platform. And I'm just like not into learning another social media, but the thing is it's not social media, right? It's a visual search engine. So it's like a Google, like would we ever say, I don't want to be on Google? No, like that's silly, right? We want to be on Google because we know on these search engines, people are searching for solutions to their problems. And like, do you solve a problem in your business? you should be right. Like that's the whole point of a business. People have problems. I'm here to solve it. And so people are going to Pinterest. Your ideal client is on Pinterest because yes, a lot of women use it, but also men are flocking to it. Millennials use it. Um, a huge majority of people that use the platform have, um, like make a six figure income They're They're literally like 93% of people are planning purchases on Pinterest. Like they're, they're sitting there with their credit card. Like, what can I buy on Pinterest? So, I mean, like they're primed and ready to go. They're looking for businesses and what's so cool. I mean, there's so many things that are so cool, right? But less than 30% of businesses are even trying it. So I I know as a business person on Instagram, it feels awfully crowded. Mm -hmm. We're on Instagram, you know, like, oh, but I'm better, you know, I'm me, so I can stand out. And that is so true, but it's still very difficult. It is difficult because of sheer numbers, the sheer numbers of people that are doing what you're doing. And so to go back to what I said, less than 30% of businesses are even trying. That's not to say they're even doing it right. Like, you know, you, there are certain specific Pinterest specific strategies that work. So not all of those 30% of businesses are, are doing it properly, so to speak. Huge opportunity there. Um, one thing that's really cool is we all have content that we've made as a business, it can all be repurposed. You know, I'm all about working smarter, not harder. 
it's just a matter of um, the, the visuals and getting the aesthetics down. And I teach people how to do obviously all of those things, but it's an incredible opportunity growth. It's been around for like 10 years. And since I've been tracking like the monthly active users, it's like skyrocketing. It is having a moment right now. It is far from over and people are just flocking to that platform. Mm, I love it. I, I don't spend a lot of time on Pinterest, but I'm like, like you said, on Instagram, other, it's like, oh my gosh, how do you get found? How do you get yeah. seen over there? Because it is full of people who are in what we, in our space. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's full of super Sally's and rad brats. And so they, right. they right. take it over. <laughs> so, um, I, I love that you, I don't think I know any other people who are, you know, in that space with Pinterest who are mm-hmm. teaching others how to use it to their benefit when it comes to being seen, you know, growing their business and things like that. So I love that you do that. What made you turn to Pinterest? Um, well, I freaking love it as a user. Like, so it's about 10 years old, as I mentioned, I think I mean, kind of sheer coincidence. I was one of the first people to get a Pinterest account and really started like, I just freaking was in love with it. And of course I was on there, you know, I started out like most people probably do like looking for paint colors and birthday party inspiration, decor, kind of some of that, um, bloggy type stuff, I guess you would say, or recipes. But then I found myself a turning to it and like, Oh, what other kind of information can I find on here? Like, how do I, I don't know, solve this problem or this problem. I started using it that way. Cause I was already there. And then also I started noticing, um, like if I would Google something, all these Pinterest results would start coming up, you know, like it was indexed in Pinterest stuff. And I forgot your question. Um, but what I got, what was your question? Well, how did you <laughs> turn it? So <laughs> Why did you turn to Pinterest? <laughs> well, how did I end up like as a Pinterest expert? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> so I started really seeing like there is a real opportunity here because I'm finding businesses this way. I'm getting information this way. These people, these businesses are establishing trust with me in a way that I would be willing to give them their, give them my business. So why aren't we talking about Pinterest more? I went to a mastermind and we're there, you know, fast forward many years. This was just a couple of years ago from today. And we had a TikTok um, training. We had an Instagram training, of course, you know, we're talking about how to use Facebook groups, all the things that were typically taught. And I raised my hand and I said, where is Pinterest in this conversation? And they're like, to be honest, we just don't know anything about it. And they were just like, and these are really knowledgeable people who spend thousands and thousands and thousands to be trained on the. And um, I, I think they, like anyone else, just overlook it because I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I literally don't know, but I do know that there's people on there that want to buy your stuff. And so so they told me, here's an opportunity for you. Again, I was there like trying to figure out like, where do I fit in the um, online coaching space? And they're like, well, this is a huge opportunity for you. If you're, if you have this passion about Pinterest, why don't you teach other people about it? And so for me, that was just permission to really share with the world what I know and what I think is important and um, things that I'm seeing for other business owners about Pinterest. Hmm. I love that. I've, I've, been curious about it myself because that like you like we said about you know those other platforms mm-hmm. and so I love that that's like an example of you, you aren't necessarily going to look for Pinterest as a business but it fell in your lap like it mm-hmm. just was falling in your lap and now you you're going with it you're building a business with it 
Absolutely. And now you're also opening up to these other opportunities, retreats, mm-hmm. like all the podcast, like all of these things. Mm-hmm. Yes, because and I think it's and to go back to what you said about just keep doing what you're doing, which kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> do I think I'm going to be like um, a Pinterest expert forever? I don't know. Right. But you have to start somewhere. And so I started with I can serve these business owners in this way with my knowledge. And um I think that I just starting with a heart of service and that's what led me to a podcast and that's what led me to a retreat. And like, you can still incorporate all these things and serve people. It just really depends on where your heart's at and all of this. I truly believe most um, online entrepreneurs, especially like service-based businesses are so interested in serving. And so um, just really starting somewhere is the biggest thing. A thousand percent. And the only way we won't, you know, the only way for us to get forward is to actually just start doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I think more of us need to just start doing the thing. Just uh, do the, that's how we get to where, yeah, yeah, just start doing it. That's how more ideas comes. That's how more clarity comes. That's how like you start to build your community. Like all of the right. things fall into place. It's like done is better than perfect. We hear that so often. And that's so the case. We, although we all, I mean, we all know, but we get stuck in our heads. We get stuck in this space of overthinking and uh, just do something and the rest will come. Like you can fix it later. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> make it perfect later. Exactly. Exactly. I love that so much. What is happening for the rest of the year that you're just so excited about? It doesn't have to be business related. Um, gosh, for the rest of the year, it's August right now. Oh my gosh. We're talking about the end of the year right now. Um, Cull, I don't know. I'm just excited about, I think before I can serve other people, like I have a lot of healing to do. So I'm excited about, I, I see so much growth in myself in that way. So I'm excited. I mean, on a selfish level about who I'm becoming. And, um, I know there's a lot of people that I'm going to meet along the way. A lot of people I'm going to be able to help along the way. Um, I'm excited about expanding my retreats. If we are talking about business, like I'm just, I just think like the world is my oyster right now. You know what I mean? And so I'm just so excited about the possibilities. And if I'm being totally honest on the flip side, I'm worried about squandering those, those opportunities and and getting in my head and self-sabotaging and telling myself the stories that are going to keep me from being the best person I can be. So, um, you know, I get a little apprehensive when I, when I think about the future, but at the same time, like there's, again, there's so many opportunities. Yeah, no, you're good. I, I love, I I say, I love that a lot because I just do. (laughs) There's a lot of things I love, but I think that's so important. And you said something and you've said it a few times now, like I'm, I'm focusing on me. I'm selfishly focusing on me. And that's not selfish. Selfish people don't even think about whether it affects somebody else or not. They're just like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Mm -hmm. And there is so much value and beauty in that. There's and so that's much so true, that. right? It's so stigmatized. If we, if we start, it's, there's, I think it's stigmatized. Like for me in my life, like to think about yourself is definitely a selfish move. Right. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, the word selfish is rooted in the word self. So I guess that makes sense, but it's stigmatized. It's so like taboo yeah. to say me, but lit and it's, and I used to roll my eyes in my old life and be like, oh, you're working on you, you know, I'm like, <laughs> but it's so important. You can't show up the way you're supposed to show. I can't reach my goal. I want to, I want to impact, you know, thousands, millions. I don't know what I'm again, what I'm put here to do, but it's, it's big. And I can't do that if I don't figure myself out and show up as best as I possibly can. So you have, that takes time to find that person. 
It does. It definitely does. And the fact that you're willing and you're very clear on like, this is the work that I need to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the first step, like getting the awareness and being clear. And then you're raising your hand. You're like this. I know this is the work I have to do and that I get to do it Mm -hmm. and it's going to help me make a bigger impact. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, And it's not like you can't simultaneously like make an impact at the same time. You don't have to completely like cut yourself off, but it's, it can slow down. Well, it slows stuff down, but it also speeds stuff up. You know what I mean? In terms of what you can accomplish. So just yeah. being, I think having grace with yourself, if you're a person who, who this resonates with, you know, this talking about self-care and, and becoming your best self, like you just have to have grace with yourself and know that things will fall into place just as they should. As bad as that sucks. Like being patient is not my forte, <laughs> but I've been, to, I've been trying this long enough where I know it's just part of the deal. It just ha- it's part of it. It is, it is. And I, you know, I'm not a patient person either. And I'm like, okay, I did this for 24 hours. Does it, does it, does it, did it work <laughs> like yet? Out. It's like working out. Okay. Am I down a pant size yet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> as much as we wanted to go that fast, I know. you know, it just doesn't work that way. So, Oh, mm-hmm. Melissa, thank you so much for coming and being a part of this, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, this show and sharing who you are with, with these listeners. I know that you're, just growing and doing so many beautiful things. Thank you. Um, I'm so excited to continue to watch you. And I don't know, who knows what will happen in the future for us, right? Like I just love it. <laughs> Is limit. This, yes. Is there anything else that you want to share before we go? Um, no, not necessarily. Like um I I when somebody actually asks me that question, I'm always like, I want to just tell people like no matter where you're at in your life, just know that you're worth the work, you're worth all the pain that, you know, like any of the uncomfortability, you're worth every single bit of it. And any ounce of effort you put into yourself is going to be brought back to you in a way that's beyond your wildest dreams. And I honestly can promise you that because I, I speak from experience. So you're worth the work, no matter what we're talking about, whatever you need work on, like you're worth it, just go for it. Mm, so so good thank you again for being on the show where can everybody find you oh geez okay so my website is melissaclayton.net um that's great also instagram is my jam we talked about that quite a bit i'd love to connect with you there my handle is i am melissa clayton um you slide into my dms do whatever you want you're good yeah she responds to you i promise (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely yeah awesome thank you melissa thank you so much much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can so please if you liked what you heard it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend Don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.